0: Happy birthday Day
1: to you. Happy birthday to, to you. Oh, look, they're on. Let her yeah. test it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay, we're gonna One, save. I'm gonna two, save that. Fuck it. What's up, guys? You are currently listening to "Paranoid" in my paradise.
0: Welcome to Season 2, oh, Episode yeah. 1. Let's go. Well, a place where we aim to raise understanding and improve people's understanding of mental health. I'm Syme, founder of Revert the a small startup fashion label that expresses mental health through fashion and art alongside with my favorite person and my co-host no. brooklyn letson
1: that's too sweet you're too sweet i'm Brooke, as many of you i think i hope no i don't know we haven't been you know it's been a minute it but, has um, been a minute i'm yeah i'm here to raise awareness around mental health and create a better understanding
0: Awesome. Well, this is just our small but united attempt in raising awareness for mental health. We hope that you're able to connect and relate to the conversations and stories that are shared through our platform. We know that it has helped us tremendously and has given us more understanding and knowledge of different perspectives. We do not claim to be professionals nor to be advised. We are simply here to listen and connect. If you're someone or someone you know needs help, please visit sk.cmj.ca. they have tons of resources that are there to help with mental health
1: Mm
0: -hmm. awesome well today we have a creator an entrepreneur a life coach most importantly a mother and someone who's trained in mental health thanks for coming on and starting a conversation with us
2: thanks for having me i'm super excited
0: (laughs) no we're we're extremely excited as well how's your day been
2: Full of anxiety. No, I'm just actually. Honestly, a mood. A I'm good mood. <laughs> <I'm> mood. <laughs> I had a pretty good day, actually. Just kind of riding on the the new year, you know. That's today. The yeah, first. yeah. So it is. just kind of riding that wave and happy lots of inspiration. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Where's your headspace at right now? Um, well, <laughs> to be honest, like pretty good. But when I start to think of doing something new. This has always been like this for me. And then the old thoughts come into my head. and like, can you do this? What the hell are you doing? Why are you doing this? Um, so I kind of took the day, you know, and just told them to fuck off. Um, I'm in a pretty good space right now. And just, um, yeah, knowing that, uh, it's something I really, it's close to my heart that I deal with every day and that I want to, um, share and hope that other people can learn something or, have the same experience or
1: yeah absolutely no we are here to you know take take away the stigma you know like deplete it cancel it torture it burn it yeah burn it
0: um exactly but uh today
1: yeah we'll be talking a little bit about creative expression i hope that's okay with you yeah and um then surrounding mental health and the forms of anxiety and what it takes on and what you go through on a daily basis and things like that and also um you know just learning learning about life and from somebody who is a trained professional as well exactly
0: Mm -hmm. and definitely getting into some personal development as well um as you know you have mentioned that something that has seemed so negative you have turned that into a positive so i'm sure will inspire some people add some value and without (laughs) further ado Let's get into our first topic. Get right. into it.
1: <laughs> so creative expression. Um, I want to ask, what is creative expression to you or how do you define it?
2: Uh, yeah, so for me, um, I have so many forms of creative expression. But for the most part, it is um, a way to be in the moment and to create something from your passion or your heart space or your soul, I guess you could say. Um and then share it and maybe not necessarily share it but for me it's um when I can include other people like have some collaboration with my creative expression that's what really lights me up and so it's also often nonverbal. so things that you know you can do anything really yeah <laughs> for me no. it's you know it's things yeah. like um painting Mm -hmm. modeling um a lot of things that i might not necessarily be talking and again nonverbal things that i can really um find kind of my purpose and meaning within and then yeah kind of spread it out to the world because a a big part of it for me is to be able to share it and not Mm -hmm. just keep it to myself
1: well that's you want to do that and i that's respect right because when you have the gift of something right you you need to share that's how the world should work because of yeah. like you know there's been a long time where the world has not worked in harmony and it's getting harder and harder it seems like all the time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you need to develop that community around you yeah. and share it with people who care
0: for
1: yeah sure.
2: exactly and it kind of communicate i'm hearing or feeling that it's like a communication or that collaboration Mm -hmm. collaboration piece um especially being an entrepreneur i know that not all of my creativity is all me no (laughs) and yeah is okay right um ideas are coming from different people Mm -hmm. and and just once you can um fuel it you know from different aspects as well as yourself that's what i find to be it's it's what you make of it yeah
0: yeah do you sure. think creative expression is shown in people who deal with more mental health issues rather than someone who is just a happy, jolly <laughs> dude? Yeah,
2: um, I definitely feel that I'm going to use the word struggle lightly, I guess, um, that it's in our more darker times that we can find Different pieces of ourselves that we might not have known about, mm-hmm. and you know, just find a way. Like, sometimes you feel trapped, right? And personally, I felt like I've in, in a, been in a dark cave or in a place where, like, there's no getting out. And for me, the creative expression is like that little piece of light that I can get out of that space from. So, um, I don't know, per- I don't know what it's like to not, um, have i guess a mental illness or to be like you know i don't like the labeling but to have that struggle i feel like i've had that most of my life so it would be interesting to talk to that happy dude
0: yeah (laughs) right right yeah because again this is just my opinion but anyone who i know is like extremely creative or someone who is just into art quote-unquote tends to deal with mental health Yeah. yeah yeah
1: When you deal with such a thing, it's, you know, you, you have to have that outlet and you have to have the way to escape all the noise. Yes,
2: yes. That's exactly, I think, you know, the outlet or to escape the noise. And I feel with a lot of mental uh, issues, it's more in the head. And so, how can you get into the body? Um, With my counseling, I am going to be working a lot with somatics. And that was like the key piece for me. How do I get out of this crazy mind that's never stopping? But when I can get into the body, which is through my creative expression, Mm -hmm. everything becomes like a Kind of silence, but it's not a scare. It, it's like a harmonious. It's not overwhelming. Silence. Yeah, it's not overwhelming. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, no. There's tons of benefits because a lot of times, like you're in such dark place, and you're able to actually not visualize but recreate your thoughts. Yeah. which is like the coolest thing ever
1: yeah well, if, if you can that. do that right if you if you can um take a step back for a moment yourself and sit there and think like, okay, breathe i I got this it's mm-hmm. it's all you're right it's it's the mental state and then you become you get into your body,
2: yeah, yeah that I lo- and something you know I still remember going to a counselor at one point and she told me, I cannot help you right now, you're way out of your window of tolerance so your anxiety is way too much and it was really strange for me um, and she was a, like she wasn't meaning it in a bad way she mm-hmm. just was it was just I w- became my anxiety I am not my anxiety mm-hmm. it's a piece of me and so once I've learned to kind of step back and to actually see it there's like a little bit of a befriending process and that is where things can happen so yeah it's, it's kind of hard to explain
1: no <laughs> as would as is a lot you nobody can tell you what goes on you can't tell others what goes on in your head it's hard
0: exactly exactly that's why it's seen like you know you can look at someone and you never know that they're dealing with their demons never yeah yeah that's why you gotta just spread kindness and raise some awareness so no one thinks that they're alone again what are some form of creative expression that you practice regularly
2: um, so I, I think like number one for me, I'm not sure if it's even creative, is, is practicing mindfulness. And it's not necessarily meditation. It's just really to be in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. As many people know, anxiety is in the future. <laughs> and so yeah. if I can be in the moment and enjoy what I'm doing in the moment, so it literally could be clean, like washing the dishes or um, something that's not even something important so it doesn't have to be modeling or pa- or painting or something drastic like it's a simple thing that I turn in with mindfulness and I kind of give myself that time to be calm and yeah it's can be many little tasks for me being outside <laughs> no, it's right now it's minus 40 so, yeah, so um, but just being outside is like total game changer for my I, like I'm outside almost all summer just hiking and hanging out with trees. It's for me my medicine.
1: Yeah. No. The, yeah. <laughs> the peace of mind things like that can offer is actually it's mind-boggling. It it seriously things can stir you up and they can change you and they can make you grow and that's what people need sometimes and it, right everybody can have so, like everybody can find something yeah anybody can do that yeah and it's you different just for each person it's different right and it's just no matter how long it takes like it's sometimes it takes five years sometimes it takes 10 years to find that but yeah, you know you just have yeah. to you have to remember that like you you can't be stuck on essentially you know your demons yeah there has to be a point where you need to you need to grow and yeah. it's hard yeah the first like the first step is admitting right
2: yeah definitely the awareness and like when you talk about like five years and uh, sometimes you don't even see it until you look back and that's the fabulous thing is for me I look back and where I was at 10 years ago I was in severe dissociation trauma I didn't even know what was going on and but I was constantly having these panics and not in my body and so now when I look even if it's you can't see it. Like you eventually, like, you can see the pieces along the way and then I encourage people to give themselves a pat on the back (laughs) or some kind of, um, recognition of even if it's like a month where they haven't, you know, where they've seen some kind of change in themselves because often you're not going to get it from other people. Um, many people don't have a lot of support and that's the most troubling thing to be able to open up and, To open up in a safe place and that is the most that's why i'm doing what i'm doing with counseling because to offer a safe place and with empathy it's it's pretty it's it's should be not rare it should be something that everyone can practice and do but unfortunately it's really it it doesn't happen a lot so people will just take it in keep taking it in
0: (coughs) yeah i think that's where self-love really comes in being your own best friend because as shitty as it sounds, at the end of the day, you are the one who's going to be there for yourself okay. at all times. And if you are not that person, um, and again, it takes practice being yeah. that person, right? Because you Lots. can only rely <laughs> on others so much.
2: Yeah, yeah. Lots of practice.
1: Well, like you said about taking it in and taking it in, the more you do that, eventually the one day it, it all cracks, it all opens up and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's not good. You question yourself in so many different ways. Yeah. And you don't, you can't even tell what's real and what's not real anymore. When you're right? dissociating, yeah. when yeah. you're in that position, you are sitting there like, you just can't tell. I, yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And if we go back into creative expression, I think a lot of time it's so much of trial and error. And yeah. you know, something that really sucks is it's just like a medication. I didn't mm-hmm. know that this is an actual thing. Like, this medication that I was on, am, um, can work for you for so long, and then you have to change it and go back to, uh, you have to try another yeah. thing. Same thing with yeah. creative expression.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. interesting too. Um, I have de- I've been on, I'm still on a low dose of my anti-anxiety meds. I've tried really hard to come off of them because there are some effects that were yeah, like that you would have to keep kind of changing and changing yourself, but you never really f- like I, again. I'm not going to advocate for medication or not Um, but i i know there's uh, some points that you do need it and i i was there and um yeah just the constant change of even what is self-care to or self-care um self love and what is creative expression it's going to change i used to love to bake i had uh, a company and now i'm like i don't that's does that doesn't feel like that's that therapeutic for me so that's not my outlet anymore and it's kind of odd almost to look back at something be like But that was what I always did, right? So...
1: It is. It makes you guess that I just have. You know, you make me think about those moments in my life, and I'm young. Like I, you know, we're all young here. We're not by any means. (laughs) Hey, I don't think you're. I don't think you know. I might look
2: young, but I'm not.
1: Okay, well, let's let's. We didn't say that. We that's not real. I was just waiting to wish me happy. I. What I'm saying is, I don't have the experience you have, but obviously, we all have those life-dawning moments, and it doesn't matter how young you are. It just matters about. Your morale and the way you yeah, want to see it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How has creative, Im- like creative thinking, impacted your life now versus when you said you were, you know, mm. going to the ER all yeah. the time? And you can also explain a little bit of that story for yeah. our listeners as well. I think I feel the story. Yeah, the story is yeah. pretty. I'm
2: pretty open about it now. The story is really pretty important because, um, it was like so intense and and crazy. I explained to you that I went in thinking I was having a stroke, I my whole body froze, I couldn't move or use my hands, my face I couldn't feel, um, I didn't know who I was, where I was um, and so <laughs> um, that was my first panic attack and I guess, um, you know, from there on I would continue just to all, v- all of a sudden not be able to breathe and my whole body, like the sensations of um, high anxiety or panic attacks are, are terrifying and they often feel like there are real physical symptoms. Your heart beats fast. You do get tingling. Sometimes you, you know, if you have the fight, flight or fawn, the fawn is like the freeze. Um, sometimes you just got to get the hell out of there or you're fighting, right? So those are the three kind of forms for the panic attack. And at that moment, um, not at that moment, actually, but, um, after having, I, I went about three times to the ER over, you know, a year and a half, two year span. So it wasn't just a quick thing. Um, I I had, something had to change and it was within me and something, um, and I am pretty spiritual. I, I just had something come to me that was like, no, you need to go deeper. You need to trust yourself you are alone but you're not because of, like I, I do raise the kids on my own I don't have um, I grew up with a lot of emotional abuse and so I my parents are still around but I've disconnected yeah from them because of that um and they make things worse so if I was t- to need help those <laughs> just I'm laughing because it's just not it's helpful I would rather <laughs> go up to someone on the street and be like I need help So that's where it was, it was a switch, but it wasn't like an overnight thing. It wasn't just after that first hospital visit. It was like, I have to change this. Um, I'm terrified of myself, (laughs) I'm terrified of my body. Um, I was diagnosed with complex PTSD, um, I guess a few years before that, maybe three or four. And I didn't even know what that was. And then now all of a sudden I had high anxiety and panic disorder. (laughs) I was like, what the hell is that? And how am I here? How did I get here? I had a normal, like normal life. I thought, so yeah, it's just even talking about, I can feel my body reacting to it. And so what my key piece was and what my key piece will be in, in my counseling practice is working with the separation from the mind and the body to get into the body, to feel, this is your home, right? This is your home. Your Mm -hmm. body is your home. And so I was wanting to jump the fuck out of my body. (laughs) And, yes. you know, I tried and I can't. So, um, yeah, trying to really, that's why for me it was like this, I don't want to say awakening, but something like that of I'm either going to do that for the rest of my life. And my kids were even, you know, they would, I think they experienced a couple, mm-hmm. like they didn't know why their mom was going to the hospital. And or... <laughs> I'm going to, um, and I'm open to them about it. And my my daughter actually at one point was having um, a bit of trouble and she's 10, but I was able to help her and I'm able to help people. I know right away how to help someone who's having a panic attack right away. I don't ask them. I don't tell them to calm down because that is not what you do. Um, Yeah. So it's like this, um, it's a process and yeah, it's just, I had to do it.
0: So someone who is not uh who has not been around someone who's having a panic attack. Yeah. How do you tell someone to um, help the other person who's having a panic attack?
2: Um, so like if there was two people there and like yeah. say partners and one their partner one of was them, having yes. and they were just yeah, it's hard because often you don't know if a person is. Um
1: i'm really repressive yeah i don't talk i'm very mute and i yes i that's what i do and i can completely go into your body and dissociate right yeah yeah because i i don't like sometimes it's really like i don't like making um a scene yeah because i'm embarrassed for myself but it's it doesn't have to be like that you just need to you i always think you just need to you need to take that time and you need to sit down and just do nothing yeah. and let it happen. Let mm-hmm. it happen. Go it has to it.
2: happen. That's the 100% true. Um, people have different ways of reacting. Or like I've been in places where I'm just not verbal. Like I'm fully having a panic attack. And I look like I'm posing for a photo shoot. <laughs> like it's like there's like no one would ever know. And there's other times where I'm like help me. Like yep. it's very looks crazy. Like I'm crazy. Oh, yeah. And that's what ha- like. But the key piece is you have to experience it and so that's what I've taught myself not necessarily to befriend it but okay there's the heart I'm either having a heart attack nope this is my anxiety and so I recognize it now and then I go with it I literally let it happen I don't ask for more but it's at the point where I'm like riding the wave you can't go against the wave you have to ride the wave and get I don't know the exact timing but it's usually under a minute that panic attacks last so if you can try and ride that out, that's the key piece. It's not going to last 30 minutes. No. Um, I forget the exact timing, so don't quote me <laughs> on that. But, but yeah. yeah. And so to help um, the person, I think, is to meet them with empathy and not trying to fix them, not try to change them. Um, not can you just snap out of it or what's wrong with you? Like things like that yeah. are, are things that I've heard and they're not helpful. Um, and so with my daughter, when she, I noticed, I would just, um, you know, ask her to even describe her sensations. So really to go into the body and guess what happens? It comes, <laughs> you go into your body, it distracts you out in. of your mind. The mind is usually right. what is the trigger. Um, you know, you go back to, like, we're programmed um, going back to in the past. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. cave people. I've been watching the crudes. <laughs> 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 but like literally our bodies are programmed to if there's danger to leave so with the panic attack like it's there to protect us like sometime you know it is also a good thing like to be able to know when to get the hell out of somewhere i've been in place, situations where yeah. it's helped me because i have to get out because my body and my intuition and it reacted to some energy and i left but i
1: was called crazy you know No, I think when you say, you know, you're spiritual and things like that, I think uh, a lot of people need to be more open
0: Open. and mindful
1: (laughs) of that because the reality of it is, is that people are scared. They are scared (laughs) and afraid of what could happen if they do start thinking that way or if they want to start realizing or looking looking for things in different places. it's going out of your comfort zone is not easy no and i think a lot of us have to you know we have to we have to tap into that side because it's about your intuition and it's about what your mind your your mind and your body tells you that's it that's it and not
2: necessarily like people have this oh you're spiritual or god you know it's not even that it's we do everyone has an intuition everyone knows when they can go deeper within themselves Mm -hmm. what feels right to them or wrong and a lot of the time we're just ignoring those signals
0: though the scariest thing is because i know um so like i have ocd and sometimes you get thoughts that you never ever even want to think about right and for someone to tell you to like um think about them visualize them that is like the craziest mm-hmm. motherfucking thing mm-hmm. ever because like some yeah. of the things i'd rather like die than Thank do it you, yeah. you know yeah. so but again the thing is like what makes me kind of just keep going is like you know when you have thoughts like those um this just works kind of for me at yeah. times I'm like, you know, my intrusive thoughts are not me. Right. Right. Yeah. You got to keep telling your um mind mm-hmm. because if you do it often, things mm-hmm. do change Repetitive or at least for a bit. Yeah. You yeah, know, I can, get, yeah. I can
2: get into your mind to even I can. I know that feeling. As well yeah. I have <laughs> thoughts where you're like, no, 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 no. um, But then, yeah, like eventually you kind of see them as being more foreign in, in your mind. Is that kind of.
0: Yeah. 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 So, is there any common denominator, as in, is there anything that works for everyone when dealing with mental health? Like, because mm. a lot of people say, you know, meditation works them f- for them, exercise works for them. Mm-hmm. Based on your research and stats, is yeah. there a simple thing? Because, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily even want to get help yeah. if they're dealing with yeah. any mental health. Yeah, that's definitely true. So if we can just put out, you know, one tip Mm -hmm. where, oh, maybe try this because this has worked for 95% of the population.
2: Yeah, that's a a hard one because, yeah, like the accessibility as well um, for being able to afford um, therapy. I do believe everyone needs counseling and therapy (laughs) and insurance. But um, I've been at that place where I have not been able to – have access or to pay for what I need so out of that you know let's say you know just as a tip it would be because there's so many vast different um, you know mental issues I think there's kind of a couple parts here one is to go deeper within and that might sound terrifying but just to really Have that piece of compassion for yourself, knowing how you show up. Like if you're having a day where you literally can't get out of bed or you're having crazy thoughts, um, to have a piece of compassion because that's free and that Mm -hmm. is very difficult. But also, (sighs) yeah, that's a hard one though because how do you tell someone just to have compassion when they're deep within it? Right. Um, And to (sighs) – there's part of me that wants to – say ask for help but ask for help with someone that you know will give you a safe space and empathy and there's got to be one person and maybe if there's not one person how can you find that one person yeah i
1: think that's where a lot of social media comes in Mm -hmm. um but however you know there's a lot of pros and cons to social media and when having severe anxiety sometimes social media can absolutely be your best friend
2: yes yeah i agree um i use social media quite a bit and especially over the pandemic i've been on there and connecting more Mm -hmm. um with people and really noticing the community like that you can create And looking for, because it can also be quite a negative place, but intentionally looking for that community in some way, right? Um, And just kind of, and really trying to remove yourself from things that don't align with you or that are going to trigger you or that are going to make things worse. For me, my trauma has isolated me a lot. So I (laughs) realized that part of it has helped me like to be alone but the best part is to be able to and it really is hard when you're in a bad space to do research and to find resources I'm gonna not gonna lie like when you're dissociated as fuck like there's no way that even you can find a phone number in many ways so that's where I think um small steps like a one percent towards something per per day helping yourself with your mental health. 1%, just like a little toe
1: in. One thing, sorry, Simon you can go if you need.
0: Um okay, so you know, like even based on your research and everything, the most common thing is like talking to someone, right? That's what we kind of got out of that question. So if we take Brooklyn for for example, I've known her for more than a year now. Mm-hmm. And something I've noticed is when she is not doing mentally well yeah she seems to like she won't talk as she said before so what do you do you think it's a good idea to force someone to talk about your feelings because
2: i'm gonna say no um and i will say no because i over 10 years ago was in emdr so it's trauma therapy okay because i could not talk i literally could not talk And so talk therapy is not meant there. There's so I'm going to counter contradict myself here. But um, some there's different kinds of counseling, different Mm -hmm. ways, you know, somatics and things where you can go in the body can be scary for some people. But it can also be amazing because it's a way that you don't have to talk and you can know yourself or learn more about yourself. Um, I've spent three years in trauma. Therapy and people would ask well you're supposed to be done why are you not done like nobody takes that long <laughs> the answer was fuck you um because yeah um it's not always about talk but that's where that piece of inner compassion there has to be some form of hope or compassion
1: for yourself I think
2: that is actually where it has to start
1: the only thing that has ever kept me going is the fact that for some reason and it's just something you feel You don't know why you even feel it anymore, but for some reason there's always hope and faith and you cannot stop believing in that. You can't. Yeah, like a tiny little spark Mm -hmm. or something
2: Mm -hmm. when everything, like the fire is almost out, right? There's just a little bit of kindling and you just, you know it's there. It's, it's It's very close to dying to be done, but if you can just spark it up, where's that going to go and that can go lead into mm-hmm. starting with that compassion that hope going into creative expression that's where I see is the way out um like there's kind of two streams there um, and not necessarily going you know to talk or to get help but starting really in that place and pulling yourself out like you're climbing this ladder um with you know one creative uh, something that you have passion for the path it can switch yeah make that switch with within you
1: One thing that I really like is something called the backwards law. And especially for people with anxiety, it's that if you have these constant thoughts, you know, all the time going off, they will, you will not stop. It won't stop. No, it won't stop. And um, one major thing about that is, like I always say, the routine and repetitiveness, what you say to yourself matters. What you tell yourself 100% matters. And sometimes you can't be... 100% 100% or brave enough to tell yourself that but you know yeah. even when you are in a bad spot and you know how to be mentally strong you sit there and you're like this is this mm-hmm. because that is the that's what's real I know what's real and then the backwards law goes is that when you are thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking about something that is not going to happen for you yeah. because while you're thinking you are not doing yeah. but if you stop yeah. thinking about that yeah. one specific thing somehow some way or another in our yeah. lives because this world is mysterious, it comes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just that that pause and that's what I would I what I call mindfulness. It is a pause and it can be really scary for people as well, right? To have full silence with themselves.
0: So I have two things I wanna talk about. First is I started getting um the thoughts, my obsessive compulsive disorder thoughts, um, back in March of twenty twenty. And I did talk to my family doctor. And since then, even today, so it's been more, it's close to two years, I have yet to see a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. since then, I've been trying to figure out myself, um, like, what is going on. And based upon on my research, I, I'm i like, okay, so I have this kind of OCD, which in fact is an anxiety disorder, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, OCD is part of that family. My brother also um, was diagnosed with OCD and um, bipolar as a, as a child. And so I think that's, um, yeah, it's a r- part of the family.
0: So do you think I should, because now I, so instead of me thinking that I have like, I don't know, something else like bipolar mm-hmm. or PTSD or any other illness, yeah. I am better off researching myself what I have Mm -hmm. and self-diagnosing or I should wait for a psychiatrist and because the thing is it's easy for me to say okay I can wait for the psychiatrist appointment and find out what I actually have but during that time I have I will think I have you know PTSD or I have this and that so my question is how do I stop myself from like self diagnosing mm. when I have to wait almost yeah. two years?
2: Um, I will just first say that the only people that can um tell you uh, are psychiatrists and right. prescribe medication. so um uh, just to like ethically as counselors we we don't do that. yeah, um we can work with people, but we never label or diagnose. um yeah. in terms of that waiting game inter my i have health anxiety so <laughs> i know all about googling and self-diagnose mm-hmm. i have today a brain tumor tomorrow i have this like yeah. it's it's pheno- like um it's a lot i don't want to say yes or no i think uh, it's sometimes good to know but then there's a labeling and stigma so do you want to know that badly to label it yourself it might help you um, i'm okay now with my you know diagnosis and and to be able to use it as a strength you know to own it in a a way and say I have panic disorder and this but I don't let it take over as well um if that makes sense and that your process is just as important as getting that and diagnosis because you're already Thinking about it, but it, what I'm hearing also is that you're a bit worried and that your thoughts are almost creating this, um, another situa- another, oh. yeah, situation for you. So, my, I would just want to say, What, like, ask you, um, what do you think you need? And I'm just going to counsel you here for a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you I think I need? yeah so like what do you yeah listening to like your intuition like what do you actually what do you think you need from it you know i
0: think um i well i need to see a psychiatrist okay first of all and i think i will be seeing one in the next two weeks now finally after Mm -hmm. waiting like almost two years right another thing like my god are you kidding me first of all therapy is so expensive yeah and but, in fact, even if you can afford therapy, you still have to wait. Like, the psychologist that I want to mm-hmm. see has a six-month fucking wait.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, sorry, I'm interrupting. B- uh, because I literally face this situation. You know, everyone's all about, okay, we got to create awareness for mental health and this and that. Yeah, yeah. Yet no one is fucking putting any... effort, resource to actually change things. Like, our physical health is extremely important. But you can be the most healthy human being on the planet. (laughs) But if you're not healthy mentally, you don't even want to fucking live. Yet we still neglect that thing.
2: Yeah, that's um, 100% true. And I... Especially now, like, there's... (laughs) now more than ever is going to and going forward there's going to be even more of a need um i recently uh, we had a family friend who um killed himself and i witnessed a woman jump off a bridge about a year ago i witnessed her jump off a bridge it is a pandemic in itself so what needs to be done and accessibility there are you know that's it's so hard because I think everyone should not be turned around. Like people need help. They need access to how to get help and to have waiting lists can be, um, very like turning you away and making you want, maybe give up. Right. So I think that I don't know if I have an answer to that. I know that, um, there are some resources and, and even with my schooling in Vancouver, we do have some free services, and i just think that that community piece and being able to um tell people about it and and have people ask and, and not be afraid to ask um for free services or for any services um and then also to change the system yeah. <laughs> um in terms of because i don't yeah i don't know enough about psychology, like i i do know psychiatrists Uh, psychologists and psychiatrists are a different um, realm and most of the time they want to prescribe medication and that's part of the process right um but there's something missing right and and maybe things will change but in your situation that must be like really frustrating
0: no it is because i i literally have a fucking brand that is raising awareness for mental health and then i advocate people and here we are advocating people to actually talk some people don't want to talk yeah um but getting professional help is always a good step Mm -hmm. moving Mm -hmm. forward and how can i tell someone to get professional help when it is literally unaccessible
2: yeah 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 um, I think that's why um, I've been there. I actually at one point went to mental health services. I didn't have money to pay. And I left because somebody was having a, an emergency. And I sat in the waiting. They didn't tell me that my appointment was canceled. So I had a terrible experience and stopped going. And I was literally like, I'm not going. I don't need help. Exactly. I stopped going. Yeah.
1: The first time I ever walked into a place like that. I stopped and I going. sat down the very first time. I walked in there and I talked about a couple of things and immediately I was like, I'm never coming back. Yeah. And that's why I think
2: why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm going to have my own private practice and hopefully be able to, because I'm an entrepreneur. um, I still have to follow like the CPCA, like the, the, but I, I want to, create a different kind of atmosphere as well I know what it's like to go somewhere and not be helped or go somewhere and and be under like a a timing and just like you don't feel like you're met with rapport empathy and so I've also had some good experiences but Yeah. yeah there's um there's like a big gap i think in no,
0: most definitely there being is. able
2: to talk about it and being able to actually get the help and and what those what that looks like so
0: that's
1: and that that line of work and what you want to do and what you are doing is exactly why we're all here right yeah. i want I, to make the difference there's a lot of things that are unjust yeah. and but there's also a lot of things that work for others and don't work for others at yeah. the same time yeah and i want to go into psychology And I want to be the difference because it is so looked upon as, you know, you're right. People can't get what they need. They can't get what they deserve. And I want to be the person to have, I always tell myself this, I want to have my private own, I want to have a private practice and I want to help as many people as I can. Yeah, I think um, it's (laughs)
2: like, it's the only way.
0: You say you're an entrepreneur, you run a company, and every morning you don't want to fucking wake up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where do you start from there?
2: I'm completely... You disconnect, right? Yeah. With many of these um, mental issues. Like, you're, you disconnect intentionally. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how can you connect and find a way out like and again it goes back to that little seed. it's often very a small thing you're not going to all of a sudden if you're having this severe depression go and climb Mount Everest like it's not going to be like a psh, psh. no so what is the one thing did you get dressed today and even asking someone and not having them feel shame shame is shame when shame and Brene Brown was on the radio before I came in so shame is like the when shame disappears everything works but shame is like above i think there's a lot of shame yeah um i have had so much unworthiness and shame that even sharing i couldn't get out i couldn't have a shower today someone will just do it no just meet them with that one little task or you know recognize that's really difficult
0: another thing so we all always talk about you know taking baby steps but a lot of times things that we want to achieve or i'll take like myself as an example um my goals like i need to work 22 hours a day to achieve those goals mm-hmm. and someone who doesn't want to wake up yeah that's so tough so do you think instead of telling someone to take baby steps and you know meeting halfway and doing that rather than just be like yo like you have this shit
2: mm-hmm. that could help it. yeah
0: you like you're the only one who's gonna fucking change this yeah if you're not motherfucker <laughs> you're gonna die
2: so truth talk yeah it could be yeah I mean, it depends right like if that person needs that or yeah that might yeah i think it just how you read like read yeah the individual because somebody act like also have to be careful like that person could also go and jump off a bridge right if you yeah. said that that's so, true yes um, it's more like reading the room like even through zoom you can do it like just the n- not necessarily needs but yeah reading really that the soul to soul like that really that connection without words you um, can so see it when
1: I, when you understand it you can just see it yeah you, you see, see it. it
0: without yeah mm. The thing is, I, I totally understand. And, you know, I'm someone who tells people to take baby steps all the time, too. Mm-hmm. So, but baby steps can only do so much. And the thing with baby steps is, like, you know, for instance, for three days, you're fine. Right? Yeah. The fourth day, again, you're yeah. in the garbage. In or the gu- yeah. yeah In the gutter, is what I meant. Mm-hmm. So, Baby steps can, I feel like, can only do so much. Because yeah. it, with baby steps, you have like I um, I don't know, you have like uh, a boundary. Yeah. So with baby steps, you can't really cross that boundary.
2: Yeah. The word that's coming to mind is passion now. And that's a way out through the creative expression. Yes. So it could, it you know, you could tell them, get the fuck up and, you know, do those things. Or you could just be like, how can they find their passion? I think that is like it's so important because often in those places everything's gone everything's like bland it's just gone so where there's no passion there's no like everything looks the same color literally (laughs) there's no vibrancy how can you help them like awaken to their passion yeah and maybe they literally it's disappeared or you just kind of like shake it at them like remember you're the best fucking chef ever you know and then be like oh and even giving like some memories like (laughs) showing them a picture and just do you as long as it doesn't like trigger them like if it was an amazing thing for them do you remember this and how did you feel at that time and just kind of bringing them back um with this like rope of color yeah towards that that passion
1: I like that the that analogy like a rope of color. Yeah, because it's just, just st- all right? Yeah. It's just
2: everything is is like gray.
0: Something I've started to notice is that people who are spiritual and religious tend to have less mental health. Um I don't know like what's a fucking synonym <laughs> think for th- issues wait, 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 think, or struggles. I
1: think what you might be trying to like iterate here is that um people who are more spiritual tend to be able to cope and like sensualize what is happening to them which makes it sometimes and in hindsight a little bit easier to go through it and get through it
2: i i don't want to like sound annoying but most of my days are like easier because I've shifted and I'm in this spiritual knowing like for me that is what I needed and I won't say that it's the same book for everyone yeah but for me it's I go back to that um and I feel like I laugh sometimes things are so easy and then like there's still troubled times but my mind has shifted like we can change the neuroplasticity of our brain this Mm -hmm. is proven this is I can prove it that all of this stuff that I once fed myself, like I had a severe eating disorder at one point as well. And all of the stuff that I fed myself, um, a lot of it's gone, like actually gone. So the brain actually can change. And I'm not saying spiritualism or, you know, religion is the way out, no. yeah. but I know personally for me, it was my way forward. I don't know where I would have been if I didn't have and it's like a form of trust in my body and myself and um, yeah like hope or faith whatever you want to label it as I use the word hope more than faith. Mm
0: -hmm. I think things end in one's life when they lose hope. 100%. That's that's it right so faith kind of gives you hope and you get Mm -hmm. faith from spirituality and Religion. Again, this is my fucking opinion. This yeah. is what my grandma tells me. oh
2: hundred yeah, and like I'm not gonna argue yeah. with that. Yes. I, I agree. That yeah,
0: yeah. And um, everyone has
2: their own way to define exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. a friend who uses the word God, and I don't. I use universe. Like, yeah. Um. So I think it's how we use our own language to it for to make sense to us and the thing about it I did take a spirituality class in my counseling program and I found myself to be I didn't want to talk about it and because I it's mine and I don't need to share because it's really um my inner knowing it's peace it's very calm and peaceful and to be able to explain it is actually really difficult yeah Mm -hmm. it's like explaining what's like so I think that peace is almost like I almost want to giggle about it because it's like I have this. I found this tool, this key. Like I'm yeah. not saying it's an e- like the key to everything. No. But I know that I have this and I, I won't not have it. I can have days where it's gone or I forget I have it. Um, but it's all, it's what keeps me going forward. I think that um, things people think things happen faster. And that is like the downfall
1: what's the classic line real the real thing that's going to
2: happen is not going to be fast yeah. 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 something that's good and it's going to be consistent and building the habits is not going to be fast and that's maybe uncomfortable but if you can literally think of yourself this is your journey it's not right or wrong it's not the same as anyone else's then you're just starting each day like a new day and one step one percent of something
0: yeah one percent could just be you know meal prep and well Mm -hmm. not even meal prepping but eating
2: well that can help the 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 mental mind though like honestly there are things on like organ like for me my anxiety gets really high if there's clutter and i literally can't do anything like uh, my anxiety Mm -hmm. like and i can be i'm terrible at this word but (laughs) demobilized from having kids to like um excessive like stuff so my why i painted why i re like decluttered the energy with all that stuff too is then gone it's substantial it's huge yeah you know i don't want to open my room door right now <laughs> and you'll start tonight with the one <laughs> just put <laughs> no, just one
0: <laughs> fucking
2: one garbage bag yeah <laughs> You've got two Not garbage and no, i'm just kidding. right so it's just like yeah. And tell yourself you're fucking
1: proud if no one else is gonna tell you, pat yourself on like the literally back. that's I feel incredibly privileged to be in this position. I do, and it's what you said earlier about you having that, you have that, and you don't have to share it, but you can do so many other things because of it. Mhm, yeah, yeah, superpower. we all have
0: superpowers, yeah, yeah, that uh, is the superpower, cheers. And no, I'm just like, the thing is, So uh, I'm so passionate and I have so much energy when it comes to helping one improve their life because laying in bed is mm-hmm. not going to do anything but make your life worse. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fucking tough doing the thing mm-hmm. that you have to do, but you got to do it. Yeah. If you don't like. Yeah. Then you, you have can't to have complain. some kind
2: of a uh, motivation. Like, again, mine's my kids. I look at them like, do I want to be this piece of shit, mom, who lies in bed? Like, and to be honest, like, who lies in bed all day and does nothing? Or do I want to show them that they can be this or this and this? Like, that's my drive. So I think everyone has a different one. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm breaking generational patterns in my family. Like, that's another... That's a huge one. Like, the black sheep. Everyone hates me. And that's fucking amazing. Because I'm the one who's saying, this shit ain't right. This one has th- never been right. So that's my drive. And I do think everyone... um, It's their own journey. They need some form of discipline and drive. And may yeah. I just I would add- lie in bed all day if I yeah. honestly didn't
1: have... Yeah. It. May I just add as well, I like... Oh, I love. I love that you're honest with your kids about yeah. what goes on and oh, yeah. especially about yourself and mental health. Yeah. Because that's something a lot of kids you want sometimes, that. yeah, you hide it. You think these people won't understand. But you know yeah. what? When you're young, you're a lot smarter than you think if you yeah. are getting it in the right way. Kids ways. know and
2: kids know yeah. and I had the opposite that I was called crazy my whole life because I thought differently, because I would see things, I would Um, I had this intuition I knew when people were gonna do crazy bad things I actually like I don't go into that but I could I get new and I um, the stigma like I come from like a British family like it's absolutely not okay to have you the word stable is the word you want to have not what I am (laughs) so um, there's no support and so that's fucking scary shit when you can't go to you can't talk to anyone in your mm-hmm. family um or get help so where the fuck is the help it's here it's right here it's you it starts with that's all and my and day. my kids like yeah. again um not hiding like again not fully maybe exposing certain things but yeah this is real they're going to go through it like they need to maybe know like how to deal with their own stuff and maybe they won't have as many issues maybe they will
0: Being but maybe they won't because so they important. just
2: know themselves as they go and they don't have to hide and they don't yeah yeah so it's it's yeah. hard to know where they'll end up but yeah you yeah can only have hope and you can only have hope and yeah
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean the thing is steve jobs always said like the only thing that's certain in life is death
1: yeah yeah
2: Yeah. So I just did a class on death and dying. Most fucking amazing class ever. And with panic with health, that's my biggest fear. So it was the craziest thing to to dig deep into it. And there's a lot of spiritual stuff in it as well. But it's just um, that is another piece that I will just add on that I think every single minute is my last minute. And that's why I live so fully. You never so, know. I freak the shit out of myself. But then that's why I live and do what I do. Yeah. And so it's a catch 22, right? Um, because if you don't have that perspective, then maybe, I mean, you might be the happy dude that we talked about before and in denial. But you don't experience that tree the same way Mm -hmm. you don't experience like you don't see the colors that I see you. You're not there because you don't you're not in that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, just like, oh, yeah, that's what I learned. And that's what my anxiety has helped me with. And it's a gift. It's a fucking gift.
0: Yeah. No, it it is. That's what makes you special. That's because, (laughs) you know, yeah matter like without that it, it wouldn't make who you are it wouldn't put you in the position that you are in today
2: mm-hmm. yeah and everyone's journey like is just so uniquely beautiful like as a counselor like, to hear people's stories is phenomenal yeah like, that is what keeps me going not even about telling my story to hear stories and to give some piece of hope or encouragement to people to shift to um, not change themselves fully <laughs> right just to to be able to get back to who they really are
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: we're all or, or i'm going to use like, like the last thing here is we're just all walking each other
0: home it, this podcast will be helpful to at least one person and you know at the end of the day i'm not going to ask her to subscribe or to share it to not share it because if you fuck with it if you think it generally added some value, it gave you some kind of maybe happiness, then share it as we are only able to spread this message through you guys. But if it didn't do anything, you know, like you you don't you don't got to do anything. It is all G, and as always, please don't be afraid to reach out in the DMS if you want to be involved with the podcast or help in any ways. Always here. If you genuinely love the podcast and you do think others will benefit from it, please share it. And at last, if you think that you're going through something, we hope that you're going to a bad... Ah, what? Why
1: did I... Okay, hold up. <laughs> hope you're going to a bad place. That's <laughs> <It's terrible>. not <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> thank you so much amara for your wisdom and for your like words because that's you you know we all have we read things we learn things and we put them in our own notion we put them in our own way and i thank you for that and you have added so much perspective and value because i i appreciate people who just have the mindfulness and the mindset like you good morals genuine i mean that i do thank you so much for being here and this c- could not have been possible without everybody who, act- who cares and supports people in mm-hmm. you know this episode Yeah. yeah. to be is in association with the Canadian Mental Health
0: Association awesome peace out season yeah. 1 and yeah. out oh, season 2 motherfuckers <laughs> season 2 peace.
2: it's Laura Amada coaching on Instagram and I also have a website lauraamada.ca and My middle name is, well, my first name now is Amada. I switched it. It means loved one in Spanish because I finally fucking found the love for myself. So there you go. That's awesome. (laughs)